Hi, Lumineers. Welcome to the Lighter Side Show podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Butler, the everyday medium, and I'm here today at the round table with Colleen Ziegler. Hi, everyone. Yay! <laughs> we love to have her here in front of the mic because you are a wealth of wisdom. Oh, thank you, Jamie. Today's topic is about patience. How does patience play into spirituality? Like, where's the line drawn between the universal timing and you being proactive or persevering? And when do you know you're forcing the timing? I hear that a lot in my sessions, and I have seen recently how Colleen has managed this in, may I announce it? You yeah. can announce it? No, you can announce it. Go ahead. Closing <laughs> on your house. Yay. Yay. Which is today, I'm going to sign the closing papers today, but it's been a wild ride in the in the process, for sure. And I have managed it, you are right, but I did have some breakdowns. I'm not going to be like all, you know, ooh, I did fantastic. It was hard. It was really, really hard. But it was a huge, huge awakening for me in so many different ways. Ooh, what do you mean by that? Um, I think that for me personally, going through this move and all the emotions that it triggered really helped some old emotions come to the surface. And I don't know if they necessarily were healed, but they were surfaced in the sense that I was able to recognize that they were still there. That's important. Because a lot of times I think we think old stuff is gone. Yeah. Until all of a sudden it's there in our face and we're like, whoa, what's this? This has nothing to do with me closing on a house. <laughs> ah, So interesting. That's yeah. what I want to talk about. How do you know what belongs to the situation you're in and what's an undercurrent that's just popping back up? And I like to kind of glaze over how do we know when life is presenting an absolute stop? You know, if there's so many hurdles, we like to look at signs. I like to look at, okay, if everybody here is making this difficult, do I really need to be doing this? Mm -hmm. Hmm. You know, I like to think that if I'm going to be contributing to something, investing my time, that there's going to be some kind of ease, path, sure, sure. opening. But I, I watched as <laughs> there were several mountains that banks and realtors and buyers and sellers and so forth, all the elements involved, you know, presented. But every time I checked into the situation for you, whether you asked me or not, because I love you so much, <laughs> I kept checking in. I felt like everything was good and it was going to happen. Yeah. And I did too. And that's what kept me going is my own intuition feeling that it, it was all going to work out and it never felt like it wasn't going to happen. It was just the frustration of how long it took. Yeah. And I think that it always, even though there were so many hurdles and so many mountains and so many hills and plateaus and all that, it still had the energy of moving forward the entire time. Ah. And I think that's something very important to look at in a situation if it still has the energy of moving forward. And that's where patience comes in. I just have to be patient and let this thing ride out. But when things are at a dead stop, I mean, I know that I can feel that inside of me for sure. So when you're checking in, what kind of techniques do you use to check in to identify if it's still moving forward, if it's still a yes, or if you have to just pack it up and step away? Okay. I have a couple different techniques. You do? I do. At first I was thinking I didn't, but I do. Really? Like, yeah. Because I think some things we do so naturally that we don't even think of it as a technique. Ah. It's just something we do. You know, I agree. It's just part of our life. So I check in with my peeps, my spiritual peeps mm -hmm. and um, my 
passed on loved ones, my spiritual helpers, all all of my team. Um, and I ask for help and I ask for guidance and I don't hear it the way that you might, but I feel it. And I can feel when they're saying enough is enough. And when things feel like, Hey, I gotcha. Like an, almost like an arm around you. Like you got this, you got this. And, um, and I also have weekly energy, um, healing sessions which is also something that helps me stay grounded and supported and balanced. That's what, what kind of healing techniques do you like? Um, I really like pranic healing. That's mm-hmm. something that I have studied for a long time, and that's my go-to healing modality. Um, that's what works for me. That's exciting. So yeah. when we're talking about identifying if it's stuck or still moving forward, I guess we ourselves need to know what that's like. Mm -hmm. Did you have a moment before, like in some other case where you knew that the spirits were like, no, 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 no. Like this is muddy. This is bad. Just hang a left and take this different path. Sure, sure. I mean, I have. I've had other times in my life where things have not gone exactly the way that I wanted them to. And I think that when you can tune in and realize that this is not happening is when it's not happening. (laughs) I know that sounds, I know that sounds really just silly, but it's true. Like you can tell when something's not happening, it's not happening. And you can sit there and you can try to do all this stuff and try to pull all this magic and whatever else into your life. And it is not working and it's time to let it go. It's time to let it go. I mean, I can think of one particular situation. I don't know because it involves another person close to me if I want to share that or not. Um, but there, I'll try to go around it. There okay. was um, something in my life that I had spent a lot, all of my time and energy on for several years. And um, it involved me and someone else. And really, when it came to an end... I couldn't let go of it because of all the time spent on it. It almost felt like I put all this time and energy into this. Why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? And it was because it wasn't working for the collective. It wasn't just about me. It was about the other person involved, the other people involved, the other people involved, and what needed to happen in all of their lives at that time. I know I'm being so vague, but hopefully, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to... I think it's Abraham Hicks that talks about co-creating and we're all co-creating different situations and different things in our lives. And we have to remember we're not the only creator we're co-creating. So a lot of times when things are happening and they're not working in our favor, it might have nothing to do with us and and something to do with what's going on with with other people. Really well put. When we're talking about energy, it's not going to be just what we're bringing to the table. It is every situation involved, which gives us that kind of concept of a universal timing. There's a perfect timing for it. Mm -hmm. You know, and so we think even though we've struggled or it was easy, there was a perfect time for it. Absolutely. Is that something that you believe in as well? It is. It is. I had a friend years ago and one of her sayings that she would always say is the universe is unfolding exactly as the way it should. And that's a great saying and a great reminder, but when you're in the middle of some shit, <laughs> you don't want to hear that. Like three weeks ago, if you would have walked up to me in bed and like, Colleen, the universe is unfolding exactly the way that it should. I would have been like, because you know, I was freaking out so much because I felt so 
up upheavaled or, uh, you know, it was just like, I'm, I've been sitting and living in boxes for 30 days. You know, that that's for me, that's, that's very, very difficult, yeah. very difficult. Um, in the grand scheme of things and in my life and other people's lives, it's not the hardest thing in the world. You know, I just bought a really cute, nice house near a lake and I'm so honored and blessed to be able to be doing that and grateful. Um, so when you really stop and think about everything, you know, I had to get out of myself a little bit because it starts to get to a real selfish zone, not a self first zone, <laughs> but a selfish, selfish, a selfish zone. Like me, 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 me. Oh my God. My world is so hard right now. And it's, it's really not. Well, then it's at not. what point would you have taken it as a sign to bail? I think I, it goes back to the energy not moving forward. I always felt like it was moving forward. So even I love that. even if, you know, okay, we need this paperwork now. We need this document. Okay, guys, we're, you know, th- we're making progress. I mean, I always assured that progress was being made. I never felt like we were at a complete halt, standstill, what's going on. And if that energy was ever happening, it was like for a day. You know, it was never, you know. Like a permanent If situation. I would have had like a month of... You know, guys, this isn't this isn't working. I I think I might have backed out and and thought that that house is not for me. I've noticed when I'm reaching out and asking for insight from other people, like me, I I've never felt that I was really a businesswoman. <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> I I now run you know or co-run four different companies, but I, I still don't see myself as a businesswoman. And when I ask other people their insights and they tell me, oh, just, you got to put your head down. You just got to keep going. You got to persevere. You have to, you know, make it, you know, because most people, most companies go under in the first year Mm -hmm. and you don't want to be that. And none of that fit the way that I wanted to energetically show up for it. Sure. It's like, how do we survive in this world being empathic, clairvoyant, sensitive, and understanding how patience plays into it. Do we just surrender to patience forever and ever and ever? And then that turns into, oh, that's my perseverance, is that I'm patient with the timing. Like, when do I stand up and do the put my head down, fight it out, stand up for it, put my hands in the dirt? Well, I think a lot of that, for me, how I see that is I think a lot of that really intense business mentality, I get it. And I get how things are run that way and all that. But but we're going through a big shift right now. And that kind of mentality isn't going to work so yeah. much anymore. I, it, you know, it, it kind of like parallels to the school system. You know, yeah. that school system, it, it worked for a little while there, but it's not going to work anymore. And so we have to find new ways. And we're kind of at the time period of finding new ways to do that, where you can kind of tie in your spirituality and where you can tie in your, you know, intuitive side and um, your spiritual side and and bring that into the business. Because obviously, you know, how I see this, you wouldn't be able to run your business the same way that, um, I don't even, I'm just thinking like a major, a major chain grocery store is running theirs. It's just not, it's not going to work that way. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't no. feel good. Mm-mm. It doesn't feel good and it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Period. You're just like, <laughs> you know, it's just not. So you have to think that's where you have to come in and be creative and, and listen to some of those ideas from, from other people, but not, it's not going to hundred percent apply to your business. And not only that, you're doing what a lot of other people are not. So there's not a whole lot of, you know, I don't know what you call it, like mentors or support. 
support or what is it called? The word competitor is coming to mind because that's something that came up recently, but that's not it either. Like where, who else is doing lighter side networks and, and how are they doing it? You know, I know that we've looked at a couple other things right. online, but it's not the same. It's just not the same to be able to, to compare it. So that's challenging. That is challenging. Yeah. I mean, yes. you've got some challenges on your hands for sure. She says with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> with patience. <laughs> with patience. Yeah. So it, it takes me back to looking at obstacles or difficulties, problem solving, and resorting to kind of what I've been indoctrinated into growing up being 45. I grew up in a time where it was no pain, no gain. Mm-hmm. Put your head down, go for it. And it it still comes up for me. Sure. Like looking at how to problem solve if something big comes up, I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna push you down and I get aggressive with it and I, I apply force to it and then as I'm in it, I'm like, This sucks. Yeah, it doesn't this, feel good. This is not really what I wanna be well, doing. Well do you think it also comes back to, you know, the saying, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And I know I know we all can't live our life with every decision being that way. I know not every decision is, hell yes, I want that hamburger. Hell yes. But but I mean, going back again to the house, you know, it was always a hell yes. It was always it a hell yes. It house. wasn't always fun getting to that place, but it was always a hell yes. So um, if you think about that in a business sense too, when things don't, feel good, and maybe this is what we were trying to get at before, is like things cannot feel good but still be right. Yeah. You know, so it's like when do things really not feel good and when are they not right? It's the same thing as looking at timing. Mm -hmm. You might have a concept, an expectation, an assumption that it's going to happen in, you know, 30 days, open and close. And it doesn't. Yeah. And it's 60 days and it's 90 days, yeah. but it's still perfect timing. And the in, grand scheme of things is still a short period of time. Yeah. It's not like that big of, you know. A, <laughs> it's just a drop in the bucket. Yeah, 30 days, 60 days, I don't know. 100 year life. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I'm not going to live 100 years, but maybe you are. <laughs> I don't, I I'm don't hitting know. that mark. Definitely. I feel it in my bones. <laughs> don't hold a grudge against me. I'll outlive you. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's challenging. I mean, this is at the point where I wish that we could take calls and listen to people's, you know, specific challenges of, of what's going on with them and when to have patience. Cause I know that while I was going through, I will also add that I was trying to close that house during the toughest mercury grade, mercury retrograde I've ever experienced. I'm not saying Ditto. it was the toughest for everybody else, yes. but that last mercury retrograde it was insane. Was insane. And that's when I was trying to close my house. And also during that time, I also had other people in my life going through things as well. My my husband was going through a huge job transition. Yeah. Um and literally I felt like he doubled his hours. I don't know if it was double, but it felt like it at home and, um, still feels like it. And I had another friend who was trying to process all her divorce papers and it was, it was so tough. And I had, you know, another, I mean, there's just like, there was a series of people that I knew going through a very difficult time. And so that kind of made me go inward even more and not be able to 
be like, ah, help me, help me. It was just like, oh my gosh, this person's going through this, so I can't tell them about my stuff, and this person's going through this, and that's a much bigger deal than mine. You know, I was going through oh, all that kind yeah. of stuff in my head, or, you know, I feel like I'm going to have an anxiety attack, but my husband just works 16 hours, and, <laughs> you know, it's just like, it, it's it's tough, but it still had back to the forward-moving energy all the time. What? How would you define patience in an energetic term? Like, What does energy do when you're applying patience as Gosh. an empath? It's a cool little thought, isn't it? It is a cool thought. I mean, the first word that comes to mind is balance. And I know that's so cliche, but patience feels like balance to me. Is balance like a 50-50 thing for you? A leveled thing? Or is it like a... Add it all up, divide it by two, and <laughs> we have yeah. equal parts of high and low. Gosh, I don't know. I was going by the way that the word feels ah. rather than like doing a visual with it. Um, patience feels like... Maybe... I like the way your energy is running right now. I'm thinking about it because I'm trying to think of a visual example to say. Patience feels like maybe when your um, car breaks down and you have to walk the three miles to get to wherever you're going instead of zooming there in traffic. Nice. That's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, energetically. So you're still getting there. It just takes a little while and you're going to be going slower. And you might see <laughs> not, a lot of things that you wouldn't have in the car. Not doing it the way that you thought you were about to do exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. Totally yep. different. Yep. I mean, our life is going to literally unfold in front of us, and we don't always have control over it. So, I mean, what's that saying? Like, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. <laughs> because it's like, <laughs> that's what happens. And we, we sure can plan some stuff out, for sure. But... You know, I can also say, oh, I'm going to go to work today, and then I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and on the way to work, you know, I, my life, I get a phone call and my life completely changes. It's, it's just, it's still going to unfold the way that it is, but we can't always plan it out. And that's where the patience comes in. That was a little bit of my yesterday. Yep. Was, um, I'm getting ready to teach an advanced weekend class. I have to make sure... You know, I liked everything orderly, the gift bags, the stones. I read the reports that they send in, the questions, yeah. and I analyze how they're viewing their abilities and how can I help them enhance it. So I'm taking all these notes, and I only have a certain amount of time before I have to leave. The AC repair guy comes in. To work? Um, yeah, to yeah. fix our air conditioning unit. Um, it's a maintenance thing. And I said, oh, have you looked over the bathroom? One of the pipes had fallen. Mm -hmm. Can you fix that? Absolutely. The duct working. So he's on to that. And then kind of knocks on my door and he's like, hey, you know, um, I have to come back and repair this. So uh, what are you doing? Look at all these stones. I didn't know you were into stones. And I was like, I am. So and I said, have you ever seen mm -hmm. one like this? I thought it'd be a brief conversation an hour and 30 <laughs> minutes later. Right, and at one point, as were you we're talking, him? was he on the floor? When, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. He actually did sit down on the floor. This grown man with like the industrial boots. He's got sure. grease on his face, yep. and he's he's got all the the utility belt and everything. It is not the visual you thought somebody would be interested in your energy work and meditation mm -hmm. and channeling. 
and he was on the floor like a kindergartner, crisscross applesauce, <laughs> and he was touching the rubies and the um, tree agates. He was very, you know, into that and the serpentine. Oh, look at the look at the lines on this piece. And I go, I think that one called you. Why don't you keep it? He was like, Really? How should I? Oh, he was so sweet. And um, we had a deep conversation. We opened up, opened up about religion, belief systems, um, how do we find happiness. And at one point, my heart was racing because I was like, oh, shit, my yeah. day is shot. I'm not <laughs> getting this done. When am I going to get this done? I'm, I'm, it, I'm just working too much. And oh, I had a little bit of panic. And I had to take a deep breath. And I was like, no, no, no. He's supposed to be here right now. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Jamie, you better ditch your agenda. Let's put some patience in it. And for me, patience looked a bit like a waltz dance. Like I was able to project my energy out, and it didn't stab into anything. It just kind of bumped up mm. and moved with the tide of the conversation and what needed. And we ended up holding space for each other and talking about our relationships and children and raising kids and and. It was the most amazing thing. I looked up. It's almost 5 o'clock. I'm like, I have to pack up. I didn't do anything. Nothing. I was so furious at the end. I got in the car, and I sat there for a second. I was like, you know, you're not going to drive like this, Mm -hmm. so just take a break. Breathe. And I went, okay, how would I have rather spent my day getting to know that man, which was absolutely beautiful, or hustling to get a class ready? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, who who's judging who? It was just me putting it sure, on myself, sure. creating the anxiety. And it got me thinking, oh, this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about patience. I just watched you go through it mm-hmm. with, you know, the highs and the lows of the closing and the family, everything. And I hear it in my sessions where people are like, I'm taking it as a sign to quit because yeah. it's hard. And I'm like, but yeah, hard doesn't mean that it's wrong. Just like you said, even if it doesn't feel good, it still could be the right place, sure, sure, the right experience. The example that kept coming to my head, I, <laughs> I think I shared this with Jesse, and he was looking at me with like wide eyes. <laughs> but for you mothers out there who have, you know, taken childbirth to to the end, um, which you know we all have. I'm saying like physically, like you can feel it still. When you get to the point of no longer being able to handle your contractions and, and all of that is when the baby's coming. And that's most of the time, you know, you go through all this pain and all this forward movement and you, you're like, oh my God, this is so out. intense. Yeah. This is crazy. I can't do this anymore. I don't have a choice, but you don't have a choice because you can't get out of it. You can get out of you can get out of your, <laughs> you can get out of your life stuff, but you, when that baby's coming out, you can't. Is that a button you push no, to com- stop that? It's coming out. It's coming out. <laughs> so that's at. I remember in my Bradley classes, particularly, that's that they're like mm, that's. Oh my god! That's when the baby's coming. That's when it's coming. Is when you literally feel like you can't stand anymore. So like you can ask for that medication at that point in time, but literally your baby would probably be there in ten minutes. And I know this is not everyone's case believe me, but I'm just saying like on a grand scheme of things. And I thought about that a lot over this past month. I know that sounds crazy, but I kept comparing it to childbirth. I don't know why that example kept coming up. It's like, okay, this is really tough. This is really tough, but we're going to birth this and it's going to, it's going to push through. And I don't know, like, I don't know what the lesson is. Like I had a friend that kept going, what is the lesson in all this? What's the lesson in all this? And I'm like, I I don't know. (laughs) 
looking back on it, is it going to make me appreciate my house more? I don't know. Like, I don't really, like, I walked through it last night and I was like, oh, it's so nice to see you. I haven't seen you in two months <laughs> and all that. And I don't know. I think for me, ultimately, it wasn't even about the house or the appreciation of the house. It was about getting rid of some of that stagnant emotion that I had holding on in my body. And that was just what was going on. Well, now yeah. that you've birthed this baby, are you going to name it? I don't. I have a name in mind, but no one likes it. So I'm going to think about that. What? Because share? I feel like I feel like my family has to name the house. I definitely feel like the house has a female energy. She definitely is feminine to me. Um, so I'm going to think about it, and I will to be to be determined on that one. Maitland is shouting in my head. She's voting for Matilda Matil- because it sounds kind of like her name, and it's playful. Okay, I will. I will tell you. My name is Harriet, and I. <gasps> But to me, Matilda and Harriet, I don't know why, but they're kind of, they're they kind of, together, they do they? go together. Maybe it's the time period or, or something to that effect. I don't know. That's interesting because Matilda and Harriet could be, could be friends. They could be sisters. Or Maitland, Matilda. I don't know. Come on, Maitland. Maybe she's voting for Maitland. <laughs> she wanted to, but she knew it would be an absolute no. So something close to it, Matilda. Maitland. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no, mine was Harriet. I don't know why that's stuck with me, but I like Harriet. She's a cutie. Yeah. She's actually more than a cutie. She's, she's kind of her own little, I don't know how to explain it. The, the energy is very, the energy feels like my grandma's energy, Mm -hmm. you know, like grounded and elegant, but it's just, that's what the energy of this house feels like to me. I want to take a moment and cheers the Lumineers yeah. out there who also name their homes, <laughs> cars. They want to be named. They do. They do. They it's want a to relationship be named. you're having yep. with them, even though it's an inanimate object. They mm-hmm. communicate to you still energetically, Absolutely. and they hold energy. That's that's the thing mm-hmm. that I don't think, you know, a lot of people tune into. Not the Lumineers. I know that they're tuned into it, but people in general don't really tune into the energy that a car or a house or a building hangs on to because it, it has old energy that was there before you. Yeah, and the more you care provide yep. and maintain its appearance, build a relationship, the more it gives back to you. Yeah. Why not name it? Yeah, we'll see. I like Harriet. Maybe I'll just keep Harriet to myself. To yourself. <laughs> they can call it what they want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they might not even be into the name. So Lumineers, touching back into patience, what we've kind of discovered is Check in with yourself energetically, however you do that, whether it's understanding that you are moving forward or you're too stagnant or it's an absolute halt. It's tuning into the energy that is telling you, hell yes, even though it's a difficult time Mm -hmm. or absolute no. And it might be listening to the voices around you, the people who are supporting you, but not taking it to heart because we can be misled by, in general, our culture is still a very put your head down, move forward, um, push through, mm-hmm. ignore it, which requires an element of ignorance or ignoring what's really happening. Sure, sure. And um, tune in to how you're feeling about it. And that's where you'll find that sweet balance with what patience is. And I even think patience includes being proactive. I think it does include uh, perseverance. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was very proactive. <laughs> I was. I got a little feisty towards the end. 
I kind of stepped out of my comfort zone a little bit and got a little feisty. Um, but I always, for, I never said anything I regretted ever. Well, that's a huge point. Yeah. Patience is not about being quiet. Yeah. It's not about Absolutely. zero action. Patience mm-hmm. is not, you know, stop, lay down, and wait. Patience is not waiting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was a good point. I, you know, the other thing that's popping up in my head right now, another way, you asked me what tools a while ago. Yeah. Another tool that I used a lot to keep energy moving through my body was physical activity. I mean, I literally made myself walk two, three miles a day to keep energy flowing through my body because it felt so, I guess, congested is the only way that like when you're going through something really intense, I feel like your energy gets really congested. Your chakras get congested, depleted, all kinds of stuff. And so I know that, um, you know, a a long walk is a a huge healing thing for me. Um, But I also think it gets energy moving physically. I agree with that. Big time physical activity. Mm -hmm. Even if you're stuck in a room and you can't go for a long walk, breathing exercises, getting the body engaged in breath is amazing. Yes. So that's definitely another tool that was a big one that I remembered and wanted to to add back in there. Hi, is there anything else you want to share with the Lumineers before we sign off? Uh, Not that I can think of. Because they're just the best. They are. They are. (laughs) No, mine is definitely patience Mm -hmm. is part of everyday life, and it's not about being quiet or being still. You can still... Be proactive, Mm -hmm. move forward. Just check in with yourself energetically. Let that be part of your maintenance program. You know, proactive health program is checking in every moment with every decision. I know that might sound a little tedious to you, but if you check in before every decision, then you're going to know energetically how you're showing up and where you might need to show up. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think it goes back to what you teach in a lot of your classes is Tuning in to, to know what yes and no feels like in your body. Yeah. If you can really tune into that and start feeling it, you can just start asking yourself questions and, and know kind of what to do. I know not all the time are we given that straight yes or no, and that's where it can get kind of challenging, but I don't think we were supposed to have that yes or no at the time. Agreed. We're supposed to go through it. Birth Woo! it. <laughs> we're supposed to birth it. <laughs> With no medicines. <laughs> Oh, Lumineers, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for lending your ears. Be well, be happy, and remember, it's not woo-woo, it's it's true-true.